Hello, everybody. Welcome. So last session for the day. So thank you all for coming. I know we're the last session before you go off and uh, you know, to your happy hours. So hopefully, we make this really interesting for all of you. Let me start off by uh, you know, taking a quick poll. So how many of you have an enterprise search use case within your organizations? Awesome. And how many of you have some sort of a solution today and are looking for improvements on top of that? Pretty much all of you. Awesome. So today, we're going to talk about a new service that we launched, Amazon Kendra. And our goal for launching Kendra was to transform the way you interact with your enterprise data. So what we're going to do today is, first, I'll talk about the challenges that you guys are facing, then talk about some of our approaches, and then explain to you how Kendra works, and then the user experience, some use cases, and then uh, we have our customer on stage today to talk about a case study and how uh, they've used Kendra in their organization. So a McKinsey study shows that employees spend 20% of their time looking for information. Another IDC survey says 44% of the time they can't find the information that they need to do their job. And why is that? There are two key challenges, low accuracy and complexity. The low accuracy is because 80% of the data in an enterprise is unstructured. Right? So finding the right answer in this unstructured text is really hard. Also, many of the solutions out there are keyword engines. So they're just looking for keywords. So they give you a bunch of documents. Many of them may be unrelated to your search. Added to this, the complexity of setting up a search uh, application for enterprise data, because your data is scattered across many silos. Some of it is in SharePoint, some of it are in file systems, and then some of it may be in another system like Dropbox or some in a database and so on. How do you search across all of these uh, sources? And once you set it up, it requires extensive manual maintenance. And not only that, you actually need to have a team that does the setup. It, it's not easy to set up. It's like an entire uh, implementation that you need to do. So what impact does all this have on an enterprise? You have lower employee productivity because they're spending all their time looking for stuff rather than actually doing productive work. <coughs> Increased risk and liability. So imagine if you're looking for a certain SOP and you don't find it, you try to do it from memory and miss one of the important steps, that's a reliability, that's a compliance risk. Duplication of work. So let's say an employee is looking for a particular number, and someone's already done that analysis, but he can't find it. So they end up doing the work again, duplicating effort. And if you're using Kendra for customer support and your agents are looking for answers to quickly answer your customers' questions, they can't find the right answer. It results in a negative customer experience. So if you look at it, companies lose about $5,700 per employee per year, and a decent-sized company with about 20,000 employees could lose more than $100 million because they do not have a good search solution. So how are we rethinking enterprise search? 
One, we support natural language queries. So rather than typing awkward keyword queries, trying to combine different keywords, you can just ask the question like you would ask a person, saying, you know, where is uh, the IT help desk, or what time does it open, and so on. Our NLU is built ground up with machine learning. So our search engine is not a keyword engine that, you know, many of the solutions out there, what, it, what they do is they say they accept natural language queries, but all they do is strip out the words and try to extract keywords and then do a keyword search. But with Kendra, it's built ground up with machine learning, so we actually understand the question and find the right answer for you. Domain expertise. So as you guys know with machine learning, the more data that these models see, the closer the data it is to what you're searching for, the better your answer. So we've taken the extra step to go out and find data in popular domains and train Kendra. Continuous improvement. So as you use Kendra, it keeps getting better and better. We also have native connectors so that you don't have to build complex ETL jobs to get data from all your different data silos. And then simple API and a console that you can just take and copy and uh, insert into your search application so that you get the same look and feel that we've designed for Kendra. So we try to address both the accuracy issues as well as the complexity issues. So when you use Kendra, it does three main things from an end user perspective. One, it does reading comprehension. So if it is able to find the exact answer anywhere in the text, it'll show that to you. Second, does FAQ matching. So if you upload a list of frequently asked questions with the answers, it will try to match the question that was asked with the FAQs and show you the closest FAQ that it was able to find. And then it also does the traditional document ranking where it shows you a list of documents ranked by relevance. Here's a few examples. So you can ask a question like, where is the IT support desk uh, in Kumo, which is a building uh, in Seattle? It'll, it'll say first floor. You can also say, how long is maternity leave? Come back with the exact answer, 14 weeks. But then you can also ask a question which has a more descriptive answer, like how do I configure my VPN? In that case, Kendra won't show you a specific answer, but it'll come back with a paragraph which explains how you can configure your VPN. And of course, Kendra can also do keyword-based queries. So domain expertise. So we plan to have Kendra trained for all these domains that we've listed there, more than 15 domains. Uh, to, uh, at launch, like today, we have already trained it on information technology, financial services, insurance, pharma, industrial, uh, energy, uh, and you know, we will keep adding more and more domains so that by GA, uh, early next year, we should have all the domains that we've listed here. And we'll you know, keep adding them through uh, the rest of 2020. How do we do incremental learning? So there's two pieces of data that we look at. One is the click-through patterns, right? So how are customers uh, looking at the search results? How are they consuming them? Where do they click? Which of the answers do they like? So that's one input. And we automatically take that data and retrain the model without you, the customer, having to do anything. 
We also have a way for customers to give explicit feedback by saying like and dislike right next to the answers. And that also goes back into the model, and we retrain these models. So without you doing any explicit machine learning, these models are learning from the usage patterns and getting better over time. Now, we have all the magic. Machine learning is there. It's providing great results. But you still want to tune your results, right? There's a specific thing that only uh, is important for your business, and you want to boost that particular data source, or you want to prioritize posts from a particular author higher than the others, or you want to prioritize based on page views. You can do that. We give you the full power to be able to tune and boost particular data sources, particular fields, uh, numbers, and dates. So for example, you can also boost based on the freshness, like the newest document should always come up on top. So let's say someone says, hey, uh, show me the quarterly report. Uh, and you know, most times, the, one, the quarterly report with the most page views is the one for uh, the older quarter, because the new one just got published. So you can boost that page to say, always show the latest document with that name. The next piece is connectors, super important for enterprise search. So at launch, we're going to have three connectors, S3, SharePoint Online, and JDBC. And we have plans to launch more than 20 connectors over the next year. And these will be launched. Many of them will come by GA, and then we'll continue to um, launch these connectors through the year. And the difference between what we offer and what else is out there is that these are natively integrated. So when you go to the Kendra console, you just have to click the type of connector you want. And we've designed it so that it will ask you for the credentials and the details that is relevant to that connector. Because what you need to connect to SharePoint is very different from what you need to connect to S3. right? So it will ask you for those specific details. And once you provide that, you can also set it up by saying, hey, uh, run this every six hours, every 12 hours, whatever the frequency is, and say go. And then it will start pulling data from those data sources and indexing that. Makes your life really easy, because you don't have to now you know, interact with the APIs for each of these data sources, pull in the data, build an ETL pipeline, and then store that in a place, and then uh, call Kendra. Now, you built the index, you added the data into it, and you've indexed all of it. How do you test and deploy it? Within the Kendra application on the AWS console, you can test it. So we provide a test page where you can start typing the queries and see the answers. You can also tune it, like I was saying. Uh, you just click on the option. It shows you all the fields that you can tune on based on the metadata that you've uploaded. You tune the answers. Once you're happy with your search results, then you can deploy it. So when you want to deploy it, we have a deploy mode there where we show you the code that we've used for that page. You can take that whole code and deploy it into your search applications. Or if you just need a piece of it, 
that you want to augment your existing search application, you can just take a particular piece of the whole experience that we've designed for you. Most important all, security for enterprise search. Because you will be storing some of your most confidential documents, like contracts or uh, SOPs or things like that. We've taken a lot of pains to make sure you get all the security features that are required for enterprise use. So your data is encrypted, both in transit as well as at rest. We even encrypt the models. And you also have an option of using your, your own key to encrypt the data, right? If you don't use it, we will still encrypt it with a service key, but if you choose to do it, you can also use your own KMS key to encrypt all this data. So to take you through how it works, I'm gonna invite Jean-Pierre Dodell, who's the product manager for Kendra. JP, over to you. Thank you. Okay, here comes the fun part. Um, so to show how it works and explain it, um, let's look at this. So to connect the dots on the content we just covered, uh, this high-level conceptual diagram helps us understand how Kendra interacts with users and data. Um, so with Kendra's core engine in the center, we can see the top portion of the diagram shows the users, the end user interaction with Kendra. So they could be sending a query via a web page or a search box there. They could be interacting with a, uh, a chat application or a chatbot. Kendra supports a wide range of applications, um, you know, via the API or the UI deployment options that the console provides. And um, we can see also in the circular part that the different kinds of answers that Kendra supports. So for example, if we find answers in FAQs, we have a specialized model that allows us to find the best answers and provide them back to the users. But if the answer is in a document, unstructured document somewhere buried in the enterprise, we can also apply another kind of model that really specializes on extracting that needle in the haystack to bring back that word, phrase, or sentence back out from those documents, and that's a really comprehension. But we also have a third model that provides a complementary context. This is document uh, results, so that you can have a broader set of information if you want to continue discovering related information about your query. So these are the three main models that power the, uh, the search experience for Kendra. On the bottom side of the diagram, we can see data coming from a wide range of data sources, file systems, uh, websites, uh, SharePoint, what Vikram was mentioning earlier, the connectors, being aggregated towards the center, towards Canada, to make that content searchable. And then once that content is made searchable, we have two core components that provide the continuous improvement. We have a machine learning component that is basically focused on incremental learning and making sure Kendra improves its accuracy over time, automatically and transparently. But we also want to have the capabilities of offering to our customers the ability to fine tune the relevance in Kendra to reflect particular business, uh, business qualities that are you know, pretty unique to that environment. All right, so talking now a little bit about the experience of getting started with Kendra is that the first step you take is creating an index. And an index is really more of a container where you're gonna connect your data sources to to make it searchable to make that data searchable. So once you create the index, 
Step number two is you actually add your data sources. So this could be SharePoint, file systems, websites, and anything that our connectors provide. But you can also use the API to add additional data in there as well, the APIs directly. So once you've actually connected your data to the index, and now you can go step three is you, the console provides a search experience right there so you could start testing your searches, start providing your uh, sample natural language queries or keyword queries to see how the search results come back. And you can actually tune it right there on the spot. And once you're ready, we provide some deploy options via the API or code samples for you to get started quickly in deploying Kendra Search in your application. So those are the three main steps. So now let's go to the experience itself. Step number one, we talked about creating that index. And it's a simple step where you provide an index name. So it could be an HR index, for example. So you would give it a name, a description, and then some uh, login information, just standard uh, AWS credentials so that we can have the right to, uh, to, to access the information. And at the bottom, we give you the opportunity to provide your own KMS key if you want to encrypt, encrypt the data um, with that option or use our default service-side KMS for encryption. Either way, your data is all encrypted like Vikram mentioned earlier. So once you've created your index, step number two is to actually now choose, okay, I need to connect my data sources. So you, you choose right now, we have three options in the preview, but we will have and grow beyond 20 connectors in the, in the next year. But today, you can actually add uh, content that you've added into S3, SharePoint Online, or Amazon RDS databases. So at this step, you just pick the, um, the type of, uh, of data source that you have, and you just click Add Connector. And what that does is that it's going to start bringing in the data, indexing and making it searchable for you to start searching right away. Now, we have optionally, you can add FAQs. So companies have curated may have curated FAQs on the marketing side for maybe uh, customer support uh, scenarios uh, or even internal employee support, right, for HR and sales. So you have the option of adding your FAQs in here uh, to provide more curated responses. And it's a very simple step of just pointing um, Kendra at an S3 bucket where your FAQ is. It's a CSV file. We even provide an example of how you need to format this file. It's basically questions and answers, questions and answers. And we will read that right away, index it, and make it searchable immediately. So once you've added that data into your index, step number three is we provide an in-console search experience where you can actually start typing something in the search box. So let's say um, I'm somebody, you know, there's, we have Amazon buildings in Seattle, and I work in a building called Kumo. Uh, and let's say I'm having issues with my laptop, and I'm looking for the IT help desk. I can try a search here where I say, well, where is the, and as I, as I start typing, I have the query auto-completion feature that will kick in, and this is a feature that will be available for, at GA. So um, this will help users not only type faster or complete a query, but it also helps understand what others are, are, are typing that are similar to what I'm starting to type here. So this is a, a, um, a feature that um, we think is gonna not only help um, expedite the query, but also provide more precise answers. And so this, after you type in the query, this is the search experience with Kendra. Very different to what you're probably used to today in the enterprise, right? What is the typical experience today is that you type in a query, you get a long list of documents. You start clicking in the documents to see if, you know, you have a location information of where that IT help desk is. 
you start scanning the document, it's not there, I'm gonna go to the next one. You're hoping that the snippets help. So it's a, it's a lot of friction today with all these keyword engines. So we wanna change that. We wanna focus on finding that answer buried in those unstructured documents and bringing it right here on the search results page because you're done. Right here at the top, we can see this section here uh, circled in green is what we call Kendra's suggested answer. And this, we've actually gone and dug up the actual answer from the most confident section in one of those documents. We have about three million documents here that we've indexed, and it's pulling out that word or a sequence of words from a passage in a document. So you don't have to do it. So we present the most confident answer at the top, we make it very prominent, so that your time from query to answer is shortened as much as possible. You can go back to whatever you were doing at that point. We also gave you for context the actual passage and a link to the original document, which is pointing back to your source. And to complement that answer, we have underneath Kendra's suggested answer, we have any matches against FAQs that you have in your enterprise. So similar questions that are popular where there may be a slight variance in the answer, so we know the answer is at the top, but if you want to explore slight variations, do you have an option there? If you don't have any FAQs, or we don't match any of the, of the FAQs that are there, you won't see that box, so it's very dynamic. And the bottom section here shows the most relevant documents that would help uh, provide more context, right? So if you want to explore a broader concept about IT support, you have the most relevant documents here that are also ranked with a semantic deep learning model. High accuracy. Let's look at another example here. So we not only support natural language queries, but we also support keyword queries. A lot of people still want to uh, try those, you know, do those searches uh, when, when convenient. So in this case, for example, if I am a new employee at Amazon and you know, I've heard about this employee discount, I can type in just amazon.com employee discount up there. I don't have to make it into a natural language query. And still our models are able to present in that Kendra suggested answer box the exact passage that has the answer about being a 10% discount and up to $100 annually, right? So again, you don't have to go drilling down into the documents looking for a discount or what the answer is. We present it right here on the search results page. You can go back to what you were doing. So very short time between question and the answer. And then the same underneath, we have any FAQs and any related documents underneath that. The section on the left here is showing that we support also faceted search. So this is being able to refine your query down to categories or other classification metadata that you would have provided during the ingestion process. So when you upload data into Kendra, it's not just the unstructured text that we pull in, you could actually pass in a lot of contextual information provided through metadata and use that to navigate and filter down easily at search time. Okay. So now that you've actually done your search and you've actually tested it in the console and you're ready to deploy, we have a deploy mode. And it's basically when you click on that uh, icon on the top right, what that does is that in the same place where you were searching, we enter this mode where you can start hovering over the different containers in the search interface to actually say, well, you know, I'm interested in copying the search box. I want to do to deploy the search box and maybe Kendra's suggested answer because I have already an application in place and I just need those two components there. Um, so you could actually pick and choose the pieces that you want and we provide sample code for you to understand how the API is used 
and how the presentation is, is rendered. So you have uh, the ability to then customize that and integrate it into your existing application. If you don't have an application today, then we provide the ability for you to download the entire experience here and basically start from there and customize it uh, as such. Okay, relevance tuning is an optional feature that we offer in Kendra. And this is really to provide the ability to tell Kendra specific business context that you would like the engine to learn as a baseline, right? We talked about machine learning doing the automatic improvement of accuracy, but this also provides an input that is collected from a human expert as well to tell Kendra something that machine learning could not discover automatically from the beginning. So the combination of both is really a powerful way to tune in a more precise way the accuracy that Kendra offers. An example is booting by data sources, right? boosting by data sources. So if you know that in your particular enterprise, uh, SharePoint or a particular uh, S3 bucket is more authoritative than another one, then you can easily go into the interface and say, you know what, for my SharePoint marketing data, I want to actually increase with that slider. And what it'll do is that any results coming back from that data source will be boosted by a certain coefficient. Very easy, you don't have to mess with numbers, this is just a slider that gives you a very visual way to say how, how much you wanna boost the results. Another kind of boosting is on view or like counts. So this is a very common scenario when you have uh, forums or any kind of content that has upvoting or views, and this is data that, that can be collected by some of those content management systems. And this is very good to um, basically be able to boost based on, those, on that number, right? So it's either a view count or an upvote, and you can actually go into the interface and with a slider just move it up and say, you know what? The higher the view count, the more I want you to boost those results because it's a sign of authoritative uh, nature for that repository. So this is a great way to leverage that information that's already stored there to bring back the most important documents back in the research results. The other kind of boosting is based on document freshness. And uh, Vikram alluded that, to that earlier. The, the idea here is that depending on the content that you have, some content may be sensitive to how fresh it is. Other content may not be. It depends on the kind of repository. So here you can actually boost on this when that timing is important. And you can actually also fine tune that by saying, you know, how sensitive do you want that boosting to be depending on your content, right? If it's social media, content flowing into your, into your, into your uh, index, then, you know, an hour is, is, is an hour difference between one document and another one is huge, right? But in an enterprise where things are being published every week, maybe you can relax that. So there, is, there are ways to tune that very, very clearly here. And the example that Vikram gave before about the quarterly uh, reports, show me the, the, show me the quarterly report, this is a great way to actually boost that new document that comes out when there's not a lot of views going into it because the other ones that are older have gotten all the attention. So document freshness is, is another easy way to boost your results. So talking about the use cases of where Kendra uh, is typically used, we have mainly four areas. Internal search are, you know, it's providing all those applications that support business functions like operations, customer support, R&D, uh, HR, right? Uh, those are the internal searching, those are the employees benefiting from this, uh, from this experience. Number two is external search. So these are customers who want to provide 
better catalog search to their own end customers or you know, customer external customer support for self-service, et cetera. The third case is um, ISVs who want to actually build in Kendra as part of their own solutions. So they integrate Kendra into their own larger CRMs or content management or e-discovery. And the last use case are FAQ chatbots. And we're gonna talk more about those today uh, with Jillian. But basically, you can extend your chatbots today by uploading your, your FAQs directly into them without requiring any programming. Because now Kendra is, a, is able to use its models for reading comprehension and FAQ matching to specifically address the FAQ use case. You can also, if you don't have any FAQs, you can still extend the capabilities of your chatbots by just calling Kendra on unstructured data and let Kendra give you back the highest confidence answers so that your chatbot can now address you know, use cases that it was not intended to, uh, to serve before. This is, a, this is a, a, a popular one now. All right, so um, during the closed beta, we'll talk about a little bit about the customer references, but during our closed beta, we had uh, the opportunity to work very closely with customers from a wide range of domains like IT, financial services, pharma, um, and uh, we're happy to share some of those success stories today. First customer is Sage, and um, Sage is a UK-based business management software company covering areas like uh, accounting, uh, payroll, finance, and for them, customer support is a really a top priority for them, especially you know, the end search they have on their customer website, on their public-facing website, for customers looking for help on their products. So over the years, they've curated an extensive set of FAQs and knowledge bases, uh, but the existing solution they're using is not providing the level of accuracy that, they're, that they were looking for. So the work we did with them was really focus on finding better answers on those FAQs and knowledge bases so that their customers would actually find the answers and have a much better experience there. So Kendra was able to meet those goals. And uh, now we're really excited. You know, some of the questions that we were getting from the end customers were like, what's my total work allowance, for example? So natural language and keywords, tax 2019, right? The old system was kind of struggling with that because it was, didn't know how to handle keywords and stripping out words from natural language to execute a keyword search. But with Kendra's natural language understanding capabilities, we, we were able to actually deliver much more accurate results. So we're happy today to collaborate with Sage to transform the search experience of their 3 million plus customers. The next customer is 3M. 3M is a multinational corporation that produces adhesive, abrasives, and much more. So science is really at the core of what they do every day. When their material scientists are embarking on a new project, they're developing a new, a new product, they always start with this really critical phase of research where they need to go back and look at past projects, experiments, tap into the patents they have registered so that they don't duplicate work. So this is a critical stage for them to accelerate the development of those products. And prior to trying Kendra, finding this information across those repositories and document types was really painful. It was difficult and time consuming and offering requiring searches across multiple systems, on the patents, on the internal stuff, and they, they had a lot of systems there. So today, we're super excited to work with 3M to empower their R&D teams, engineers and researchers, to help them find precise answers much faster than they did with the previous enterprise search solution. 
And 3M expects Kendra will help them innovate faster, collaborate more effectively, and accelerate the ongoing stream of unique products to their customers. Another customer here is uh, Woodside. Woodside is a pioneer in liquefied natural gas in Australia. Big engineering company. And when they start a new engineering or they plan a new large engineering project, it's a similar situation than 3M. High precision search is really core to them so that they can reuse knowledge uh, obtained from past projects to make sure they don't make the same mistakes or they build on top of that uh, knowledge that they gained from previous projects. So having this critical search is, is really important to them. Um, and with Kendra, Woodside is able to find answers to questions like, what is the length of the pipeline at Pluto? Pluto is actually a gas field they have offshore in Australia. Very technical questions asked on technical documentation, and Kendra was able to deliver out of the box some fantastic results. So they need those answers to be quickly and accurately. And the initial setup that we had with them just took a few days with no special training or tuning. And this is also uh, thanks to the pre-training that Vikram er mentioned earlier on the domains, where uh, energy is one of them. So we're super excited to work with Woodside to provide this step change in cognitive capability for better and faster decision making and ultimately improve their operations and productivity. Now we go to WorkGrid. WorkGrid, and I'll, you'll tell the better story, of course, but just to give you a quick introduction, WorkGrid software is a wholly owned subsidiary of Liberty Mutual. It focuses on really innovative solutions that transform the employee experience to make work more connected, efficient, and productive. And with that, I'm going to uh, hand over the microphone to Jillian McCann. She's the head of uh, cloud engineering and AI at WorkGrid. Thanks for the introduction. So a bit of background about WorkRed Software. Um, as JP mentioned, WorkRed Software is a wholly owned, um, it's wholly owned by Liberty Mutual. And Liberty Mutual is a Fortune 100 insurance company with over 50,000 employees across the globe. So WorkRed's origin stems from internal applications that we built back in uh, 2013, 2014, when we were digitizing the employee experience. And when we launched that globally to the 50,000 employees, their initial reaction was, I love this. And whoever says that about enterprise software? So in 2017, we created WorkRed Software as its own independent company with the aim of solving the problems that we did for Liberty Mutual for enterprises everywhere. So what was the problem? And what I mean by employee experience? Well, think about the complexity of today's workplace. Think about the systems that exist in enterprises. So with best of breed applications for things like procurement, asset management, help desk, developer tools, collaboration tools, et cetera, et cetera. So the list is endless. Um, and what we actually see is siloed domains with siloed applications, which all perform really key tasks. But when you think about the employee, they have to navigate these multitude of information and applications. And when we talk to employees, we find out that maybe they only use 20% of those big systems. Um, with stories of managers being asked to you know, sign on and navigate six screens in to literally click one button to approve. And also, 
we find it very hard to find information. The infamous phrase, it's on the intranet, when people ask for things, or that you know you read it somewhere and you have to find it. So what we think at WorkGrid is enterprises are paying their employees to waste time and frustrating them in the process. So what's the solution? So what we developed is the WorkGrid Assistant, which is an intelligent workplace experience. And it consolidates notifications, tasks, approvals, and messaging from disparate systems into that single pane of glass. It elevates communications outside email. And importantly, it answers the employee's questions and finds information. But it is more than an FAQ chatbot because it actually does things. And I think key to this is bringing consumer-like modern interfaces into the workplace so that you can take action, ask questions on multiple devices, any place, anywhere, so that if you're a desk worker or a frontline worker, you can access the same information. So I've mentioned a chatbot. Part of the assistant is a natural language chatbot. There's a lot of hype about chatbots. There's some good ones, there's some bad ones. Um, but what makes a good natural language enterprise assistant? In my opinion, it's more than one thing. So at WorkGrid, we try to iteratively improve across these four main areas. So we have goal-oriented, action-based conversations that perform tasks, usually in third-party systems. So imagine a creation of the help desk ticket, the schedule of a meeting, taking time off. And then we have intelligence. You need memory. You need short and long-term memory. You need to remember context, because a conversation without context is somebody just saying random words to you. And you need personalization. You need to have personal answers because you're a unique person in your company and you are in a particular office, you have a particular job role, particular title, and the answer for you may not be the answer for the person sitting beside you. And then we bring entertainment. We want to engage our employees. We want to have that little bit of personality, a little bit of chat, because you want the employee to actually come back. And then we have knowledge. Knowledge within the enterprise is massive. There's so much knowledge. And what I mean by that is literally when your employee has a question, your chatbot is able to answer that question. So with corporate answers, there's general knowledge, there's domain-specific job rule knowledge. And then with knowledge in documents, and with knowledge in files, websites, audio, images, unstructured data. So really, to build a great assistant, you need to be able to extract that knowledge. So when the employee asks the question, you're able to provide the actual answer. So how do you do that? AI, yay. Um, so AI, like you take a step back from what AI is. I think regardless of what you're trying to build, I think having an understanding of some of the main areas and the main fields within AI is really important. And then, like, if you understand that, you know, you can really see how it could be applied um, and how some of this technology could be really powerful in the workplace. 
So my focus, because you know, we're talking about conversational interfaces, has really been in that natural language processing space. And with voice assistance, obviously, then you have speech, automatic speech recognition, et cetera. So name, we're fo focusing on NLU, name identity recognition, text classification. And that's really to understand what the person has said. As part of our product, we have um, like self-service capabilities for knowledge authors to provide curated answers to hundreds of prepackaged questions. And as we were doing that, we took a journey. We took a journey into search and relevance engineering. And as we did that, it became very apparent that such similarities in the technology to the NLU and the chatbots is why is this not being applied within the search itself? And then if I'm thinking that, I was thinking, well, I'm sure Amazon are thinking that. And that's really how we got connected. Um, because of the advances in NLP, you know, that make voice assistance, for example, work, um, also can be applied. So what we're trying to do is literally when an employee asks a question, is have the correct answer within the assistant so that you do not have to navigate out to another place. You may get a lot of chatbots, and literally what they do is they just give you a link to another place to go read the thing to get the answer. That's not really an assistant. So this is where search is changing. Like if you think about conversational interfaces and voice assistants, you don't walk up to Alexa and say one word. You say a sentence. So you expect a sentence back. You expect a conversation. So we see these things changing. And this is where we see the machine learning based search. A conversational front end needs a conversational back end. And when you bring them together, that's where the magic happens. So this is an example of real, real policies, a real search in a company um, where we're just pretending we've got a new employee, there's a gym at the office. I mean, nobody sits back at lunch and goes, I'm going to read the gym policy. They literally probably have two questions. So this, we just put this in and see what happens. What time is the gym open? You can vaguely see the connection there. There's a highlighted gym, keyword of gym. That does not answer the question. I know for a fact that's not the right document. It doesn't, doesn't actually answer it in that document. Now we did the same with Kendra. So as you can see, this is a Kendra reaching into the same document and extracting a full paragraph, which does contain the actual answers. So this is just using the console, so what we have to do is bring that into the chatbot interface. So then you have another question. You're not really sure about the etiquette at the gym. Can I book the gym equipment? Again, not the right answer. So this would be very frustrating for employees. There's the Kendra. And it's highlighted in bold in the middle of that paragraph. Gym equipment is to be big prior to use. So again, you don't go to the gym that often, you're not sure, should I clean the machines? Uh, this one, the only connection that I think is in this research PDF is the word machine learning. 
So, again, not great. This, apparently you need to sanitize. You need to use sanitizer wipes and dispose of them correctly. So imagine this within a conversational interface. You're actually potentially having a conversation with a document. And really with the help of Kendra and AWS, we think we can deliver on that goal of answers and not links. And importantly, when you combine answers with the ability to take action. So for example, an approval has come in for your employee um, to approve their expenses. And they maybe are at a conference in Las Vegas and they've spent too much money, but you're not quite sure, you're not quite sure what they were allowed to do. Um, and you know, oh, it must be somewhere in that expense policy. So today, what you do is go to the internet, find the thing, read the bits. Um, but what we believe is, if you can combine answers in that one interface, okay, yes, and then you hit the approve button and it's done. Or, similar example, expenses, you're actually asking about your own expenses, you're trying to find out what you're allowed to do. Okay, yes, here's the answer. I'll now submit the expense, done. So we think actions with answers is what a true assistant in the enterprise looks like. Thank you. Thank you, Gillian. Thank you. Great story. Um, so, with that, I mean, we want to encourage everybody to go try out Kendra today. We just announced it yesterday as an open preview. So you can go to aws.amazon.com slash Kendra and uh, get your 30-day free trial where you can try in with your own data, upload data into S3 or use the connectors and uh, give it a try, and we'd love to hear your feedback during that time and after that. So we're super excited to launch this product, and we're looking forward to getting feedback from our customers. Um, before we wrap up, I wanted to just uh, mention this, that we have um, our ML training and certification uh, that's role-based, uh, whether you're a developer, data scientist, data platform engineers. We have a whole suite of uh, products uh, and training courses available, over 70 of them, and once you have that, uh, the, the, the classes, we also offer the, and validate the expertise with our AWS certified machine learning team. So we encourage everybody to visit that link at the bottom and explore the possibilities there. So with that, we're wrapping. Thank you very much for assisting. And uh, we'll be spending some time here off stage to answer any questions you may have. Thank you. Thank you.